You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Got a little bit of a different look and sound and feel to us tonight. I'm joined by my usual co-host. We got Shevin Nooney and Phil Porkman Simmons. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Couldn't be better. I mean, two weeks into football, still trying to figure out who to grab on waivers this week. It's never the fun part, but I can't complain. Football is finally here and in full swing. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yes, it is. And we're saying that the Eagles Eagles got their franchise quarterback after week two. You know, (laughs) ball now on Monday Night Football, Hall of Famer, you know, first ballot. No, just kidding. Looked good last night, but, you know, I had to. I think Mike had to eat a little crow last night. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I will never admit when I'm wrong. I just won't. <laughs> That's the truth. And even if I was wrong and I said something, I didn't, I'm not going to deny that I said it. I'm just going <laughs> to deny it. So, but we are also joined today by our very own director of operations. We got Bob Van Duzer, AKA the Bobcat in the house. Bob, how are we tonight? I'm doing well, not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to. I'm actually 37th in Scott Fishbowl currently. I don't think that's ever going to last, but 37 out of 3,000 teams, almost the top 10% of teams, or is the top, almost the 1% of teams, excuse me. So pretty uh, pretty excited about that, but happy to chop it up with you boys. Happy to fill in for Nate. Big shoes to fill, but I'm going to do my best. What size shoe does he wear? Nine? I'm guessing I, guess, I bet he's a nine. No. Nine or ten. Was my no, he's, no, I think Nate wears like a... I feel like he'd have small feet. He's, so. <laughs> no, he's pretty tall. I don't know. He's in Germany. They're like six hours ahead. I'll ask him what size she was in. Um, fun Nate's Super fact, by the way. Nate does not own a microwave. Mm. Toaster oven? He has a toaster oven. He has a stove. No That's microwave. That's where it's at. You can't blame yeah. him. Microwaves kind of suck. They do. Yeah, but um, you just think. You know what I mean? I don't know. Nate no. is an enigma. Sure. He's built different. Uh, maybe he just thinks having a microwave is egregious, but I'll tell you one thing that is not, and that is wide receivers that you want to buy low right now and do it quickly because values are starting to go all over the place. Now we finally have guys, you know, some with new teams, but they're playing, they're out there. You know, we out here, as they say, catching bombs from Tua. So, you know, or possibly slowing down to catch a bomb from the world's greatest quarterback, Jalen Hurts. But this is what we are looking at. We are looking at players that we're buying low. We're thinking that they're going to increase in value to sell. But they're going to help your team win because, hey, even if you're 0-2, you are still not out of it. So don't give up yet. Maybe they had a slow start. Players that you're just buying low with hopes that their value of production will increase. What are we expecting from these guys? These are all important things that we're going to find out now. And tell you what we're going to do. We're going to start it off with me. So I am buying Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why? Glad you asked. Last I checked, he was wide receiver 51 on DLF and wide receiver 39 and keep trade cut. Appears to be locked in at wide receiver one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So week one, six for 117 and no touchdowns, but that was on 12 targets. So Zay Jones was second with nine targets. They're throwing the ball around out there. They're chucking it down there in Jacksonville. Week two, six catches for 78 yards and two touchdowns. on all. So caught all six of his targets, 100% catch rate, two touchdowns. Fan 
freaking tastic. He did sign a four-year, $72 million contract with $37 million guaranteed. That ranks him 19th out of the 298 rostered wide receivers in the NFL. Um, he's not going anywhere for a little bit. This is a player that I'm targeting primarily in a contending situation. I do just want to say that, but I don't hate him on a lesser team as well. If he's a, if you have some injuries, Mike Evans is getting suspended. CD Lamb not looking so great as of late. Jerry Judy got hurt. I'm not really sure what his situation is right now. I believe he's day to day. I think he had a, a chest injury, right? Something like that. Shoulder. 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 Okay. Kind of important for reaching up and catching the ball. Christian Kirk is a guy I like as a pivot. Let's talk about what the costs are to acquire. So, and I'll tell you what, man, just looking at trades on DLF, some of you people out there, you are just you're <laughs> wild with your trades. I want to get through on some of these trades. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And I do want to say that, you know, I'm, I'm also trying to practice what I preach. If I'm saying to, uh, if I'm saying to buy a player, I'm going to try to go out and buy that player too. I did do it successfully in one league, and I will tell you what I paid for him. In another league, we started talks, and then I haven't heard anything back. So I'll keep you guys updated if I do manage to acquire Christian Kirk. But here is what we found. So James Cook for Christian Kirk and a 23 fourth. Easily taking Christian Kirk. That's mm-hmm. me too. Hunter Renfro for Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. He's the guy on his team. He's the number one. Yep. Okay. Uh, if I can just pivot real quick, I had somebody ask me today, um, is Hunter Renfro a buy, sell, or hold for you right now? I don't really have the best answer. It's also at work. Um, I mean, if I could buy him low, I definitely will. He's a hold for me otherwise. But if somebody wants to blow my doors off with an offer, I would gladly take it. Are you guys in agreement with that? I mean, Devontae Adams yeah. is the guy. And Darren yeah, Waller. Yeah, I mean, those guys are definitely superior to him, but Renfro's a guy that, I mean, if you throw the football to him, nine out of ten times, he's probably going to come down with it. And I just I just think he hasn't seen the exact volume yet. He definitely helped right. the Cardinals win last week, but, I mean, when you get smacked around like he did on that last play, everybody's going to fumble probably. I mean, Porkman, well, he probably would have lost his head just trying to get that tackle. <laughs> but, fun. yeah, I mean, Hunter Renfro's probably a hold. I don't think – you're not going to get too much for him probably at the moment. And I think he's better kind of just hanging out, waiting. Maybe you have an injury on your team and you can slide Renfro in if you need to. Um, Christian Kirk for Kadarius Tony in a 24 second. <laughs> Christian Kirk. At this probably point, Kirk I mean, for me. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I, they're not I'm, using Kadarius at all. They're, they're really not. They're winning though, which is something that the Giants don't do very often. Um, yeah. So, Something's working, but I think I still want Christian Kirk. Robert Woods for Christian Kirk, the off the recently benched Ryan Tannehill. Uh, by the way, everyone's like, put Malik Willis in, and then it's like, get him out of there. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going Christian Kirk. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah easily. Same. Easily. Yeah. Um, Daryl Henderson for Christian Kirk. I'm staying Kirk, Kirk here as well. He still stay Kirk, Kirk. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I just feel like Henderson is – I was saying in the, the Patreon chat the other day, Henderson, Damian Pierce. I feel like there's guys like that in every draft. Just mm-hmm. super replaceable every year. You could just kind of churn them out. Give me the guy who's going to be a wide receiver one paired with Trevor Lawrence. Um, pick value-wise, what I've seen, if it's a straight-up picks, it's a second-round pick, and I did personally make this trade as well in the hometown Zeros League. I paid a 20-23 second for Christian Kirk. So if my team starts to tank, which I believe I am 0-2, thanks, Jalen Waddell, um, 
Okay. And I think I can move Christian Kirk and at least get my value back for him. Um, I do have one honorable mention, though. Talked about it before. Bob's going to put some sort of box in here on the video. Curtis Samuel, man, 20 targets through two weeks, 15 catches, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. So far, it's been the Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel show in Washington. So go back, Curtis Samuel. It's crazy. I mean, who would have thought Curtis Samuel was going to be the guy that we're touting as like a top five wide receiver right now, like points wise? Like, it's insane. I would never have said Curtis Samuel is going to be the guy. What, this is what, what would we you... wanted from Curtis Samuel in Carolina, for the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That we never got. What, would you, what are you paying, Mike, to go get Curtis Samuel right now? So I'm not going to pay a second like I would for Christian Kirk, if that makes sense. I would try to use – you know how we always talk about if you tear down to a wide receiver and get the tiered down wide receiver plus? Sure. You know, like if you wanted to say you have a really good feel about your team and you're worried about Keenan Allen being out and you tear down to Curtis Samuel on the second, mm-hmm. like I know that's not really probably the best just off the top of my head, um, sure. something like that. I know that some people have reservations about guys like Mike Williams. You know, right now you might want to try to get out of somebody like someone's trying to get out from a Bears wide receiver. Why am I blanking on the Bears? Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd probably give up Darnell Mooney right now for Curtis Samuel. And by the way, um, I saw people saying, is it time to panic on Justin Fields? No. 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 Pump the brakes. Not time to panic on Justin Fields. He's going to be just fine. Um, but aside from that, I feel like maybe a pair of thirds would get it done for Curtis Samuel. Which for me, I yeah. he is a he's a massive sell for me, in all honesty. So, really? yeah. You're not going to just throw him in there I, I and roll with it? <laughs> I mean, okay, so now that we're on the discussion of Curtis Samuel, if if I have him and I need him to start in my lineup, I'd much rather use him to move to a more solidified situation because I just think there's no chance that with talent competition he has in Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson now that he holds up, holds up for long term. And especially, not that I'm factoring this in much, but he has struggled staying healthy. So I just don't see an avenue where this continues awesome i'm not going to root against the guy or anything like that and i'm not going to deny his talent or upside just playing the odds and rolling with history here mm-hmm. well let's see what happens this week when philadelphia comes to town i will be there in attendance um so if you're nice. going to the commander's game hit me up you can come find me and say hi i have no clue where i will be i'm taking a bus <laughs> down there so uh, <laughs> let's move on and phil who is a wide receiver that you are buying low right now? All right, so wide receiver buying low right now is Brandon Ayuk. Now, I want to start by saying this. I'm not saying this just because Trey Lance got hurt. Um, I feel bad for him. Prayers up for the guy. Um, young kid messed up his ankle. Um, but to be real, um, he really wasn't getting the ball to any of his pass catchers on a consistent basis. And when it comes to it, Jimmy Garoppolo is back in. Um, he's out of the doghouse, obviously, um, Brand- Brandon Ayuk. And w- this is this is going to happen. We've seen, so, you know, we, we've seen, um, yeah, pass catch is going to be consistent with the pocket quarterback. So, obviously, we know we can't get Debo Samuel at this point. Um, he's going to be way too expensive now. Um, there's no TDP, um, and they're bringing up Marlon Mack. So, that just means Debo is going to get, uh, a boatload of the carries pretty much 
um, with Eliza Mitchell out as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, you know, so he had uh week two, he led the team in targets with eight and led the team in receiving yards with 63 with an 88% snap share. Um, Hey, with Jimmy G, I think you can get a consistent uh, week to week uh, play with a Brandon Ayuk, um, and you could probably you can get him way cheaper um, as a pack as a pass catcher on that team. You know, George Kittle, Lord knows when he's going to be able to come back. They, they said he was might come back week two, and he's not there. Um, week three, we really don't know. So right now, if Debo's in the backfield, um, Brandon Ayuk is pretty much the quasi wide receiver one out there and jimmy garoppolo is going to look for him um so we, we already we already know what we're getting from jimmy consistent quarterback play um and we all knew trey lance you know he's a he was a developmental guy so he really wasn't a a, a buy low or buy anything for me at that point during the offseason um so now that jimmy garoppolo is a pocket quarterback and is going to be looking for brandon Ayuk, um i think the time is to get him now because after week three and week four, you're going to see consistent targets. Uh, at the end of the day, I think we're going to be uh, it's going to be too much at, at that point. Um, so I think I think two seconds will do it for right now. Um, but I, I think that's that's doable. I know Mike, you have some trades for for Brandon Ayuk as well. But I do, and y'all be wilding as they say. What side do you want on this one, Brandon Ayuk or straight up for Albert O? What are we doing? Why are we why are we buying Denver tight ends right now? This this trade happened two days ago. Silly. Really? Yep, two days ago this trade happened. So that would have been um Sunday. This trade happened. Listen, you need a starting tight end. Literally find someone on the waiver wire if you need someone to get you through for a week. Don't give up a guy who could push to be a wide receiver one. For a guy that's probably going to lose his job when Greg Dulcich comes back, okay, right. Just don't panic, buy and sell, people. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Um, here's an interesting one: Brandon Ayuk and New York Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore for Donovan Peoples Jones of the Cleveland Browns in a 2023 first round draft pick. I'll take the Ayuk side still. I'm going to take the two Elijah. wide receivers. To be honest yeah, with you, that's yeah. where I'm at too. I think. Um, okay, let's get into a good one here. Sorry, I had it highlighted. Okay, Brandon Ayuk in a 2025 third round draft pick. My or gosh. JK Dobbins and Mike Gesicki. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I'll take Dobbins. I, I think yeah. that's where I'm at on that one. Yeah, that's the that's a rough one. I'll, take, I'll, just take, just... I'll just take Dobbins just because I'm not a big Gesicki fan as it is. Here's one that's uh. Just going right into Pork's point, Ayuk for two seconds. One is a twenty-three, and one's a twenty-four. Um, Brandon Ayuk straight up for Robert Woods. Done deal. Right, Robert Woods can get you a lot, apparently. Christian apparently. Kirk or Brandon Ayuk, I'll take that's, it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, Robert Woods, man, he's a valuable guy to have around right now. Okay, here, uh, <laughs> Brandon Ayuk and Romeo Dubs for Deontay Johnson. Oof. I like Deontay. I think Ooh, yeah, yeah, I think, Deontay in that case. Too. I think he's too too solid. He's gonna get too, too many too targets valuable. to be that guy. It's tough. It, for me, this this goes one of two ways. If I'm contending, I want the Deontay side. If I'm mm-hmm. if I don't think my team's there yet, then give me the Ayuk and Dub side, to be honest with you. 
Uh, I'm going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And let's do one more. Brandon Ayuk and Zamir White for Leonard Fournette. Dynasty, I still feel like Ayuk is going to be in the league a little bit longer. I mean, Fournette, Fournette's a stud. He's probably going to score more points this season and probably be more productive. But long term, Ayuk is probably going to be the guy. This this is a good price if you're trying to win a championship and you need an RB2-3. This is a great move. Yeah. Yeah, so hey, you know, and it's okay to have a trade that looks a little crappy that propels you there. Last one, straight up Ramondre Stevenson for Brandon Ayuk. Jeez, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk easily. Also, from what I was told, Damian Harris's injury might not be as bad as expected. Yeah, yeah, I so, saw that. Yeah, That's which good is thing. good because I saw the play, it didn't look great. So, all right, mm-hmm. Pork, so you're all in on Brandon Ayuk. I love it. And yeah. Chev, you got a guy on the show sheet that we would have thought. Phil would be talking about but you <laughs> instead what do you got for it yeah this is about the time where i'm checking in with these people in my league that have rookies that maybe just haven't done anything yet we have sky Moore that has not been on the field not going to talk about him we have jameson williams who hasn't touched the field yet he's still coming off an injury i'm trying to see where where's the head at for this this league mate but the guy I'm really looking forward to and looking to, to go by, I think it's George Pickens. He's a guy that we all came to love in the preseason. Everybody was hype on him, all these plays that he was making. Well, that just doesn't go away overnight. I think he has a little competition in front of him now, but we've seen what he can do. We know that he can make plays. And I think when I'm thinking about George Pickens, we think about guys like Garrett Wilson who came out in week two. We have uh, Jahan Dotson, who's played well through the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think these wide receivers are going to come out early and be good. But in my opinion, at the end of the season is where we're going to reap the benefits of these rookie wide receivers. They're going to come more acclimated with the NFL, and they're going to become more acclimated with their quarterbacks and how the style of game is played in the NFL. And I think George Pickens is a guy, it's, it's, his, it's his turn. We saw Garrett Wilson. We saw Jahan Dotson. Drake London's look really good in Atlanta as well. I mean, he kind of has to be. He's the only guy there, it seems like. I don't know where Kyle Pitts is. He should be on a, a melt card at the moment. But George Pickens is a guy that he has players in front of him, but I believe it's his turn. He was on the field for 97% of the passing plays. We know that Trubisky said that he's going to look for him more. I just think big plays are coming for George Pickens. The talent is there. He just needs to get the opportunities. And it sounds like he's on the field. Now we're just waiting for the targets to come rolling in. And I think this upcoming week is a time where I think we could see a big George Pickens game. And I'd rather be on the forefront rather than be late to the party for this guy. And, uh, yeah, apparently there's been rumblings of a quarterback change. I wouldn't hate that. I think, I mean, he's been working with Kenny Pickett. I mean, he's been second team. I mean, that that honestly might bode better for George Pickens, honestly. I could see Tomlin just going to Rudolph to piss everybody off. Heck no. He's a veteran guy. He, say he right wanted here. to bench Pickett all That's year. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, I will say, you know, touching on the Steelers' offense as a whole, I'm more concerned about, like, their offensive play calling being mm-hmm. the little plugged into Steelers' Twitter that I am. I, I wish I remembered who it was, but he broke down basically all the plays and said that they only ran like 15 different plays 
throughout That's the entire crazy. game. They were just indifferent. And he said their playbook right now looks more like a high school or college playbook than an NFL style playbook. So I think the the problem might be that Matt Canada, their OC, needs to get out of there because oh. it sounds like they're running a little limited on what they're running. So that could be. And then Chev, you know, I'm with you too on Pickens. What are you looking to pay for this guy? Yeah, I mean, first I'm gonna try to throw out a second and see if we can get somebody to bite. I mean, we've seen overreactions. We've seen maybe Robert Woods is the guy you go out and trade right now for George Pickens. I mean, it sounds like you can get anybody so. for Robert Woods. Uh, but you know, two seconds I think gets it done. I think you throw around a name like Darnell Mooney, which I mean, sure. the Bears' offense just looked really abysmal this last week. Uh, Seventy yards of passing. That, to me, is insane. You can't really win a game when you're down by 17 points for most of it, and you throw, I think it was 11 times. So, I mean, that, to me, it just doesn't make any sense why that's happening. But it could be the same thing with the Steelers, what's going on here, where you have a quarterback maybe you don't trust or believe in enough, so you run the same plays hoping that he's mastered those plays. I don't think – maybe that's the case that they don't want to try to do too much with Justin Fields this year and get him killed behind the offensive line. But I just think it's – might be time to throw some feelers out and see if anybody wants Mooney at this point. I still believe in him. I still think that offense is going to do a lot more throughout the season, but Mooney's a guy that I would throw out there and just some younger guys that maybe haven't performed well either. So, but I I love George Pickens, man. We know the talent. We know the plays that he can make. It's honestly Mm -hmm. just when it's going to happen at this point, because we know it will, but I don't want to be late to it. Like I said, I do not want to be the guy that missed out on the opportunity to check on George Pickens and see where his where the league made his ad on him. I mean, we've seen it so many times where all you have to do is throw out an offer, and sometimes you don't even have to counter offer because they just accept it right away because they're ready to get rid of a guy. So there's mm-hmm. no reason not to throw some offers out there to see if you can get anybody to bite. Well, here we go. Here's some interesting trades. Straight oh, up, George Pickens for Isaiah Pacheco. George Pickens. This one's a little bit better. George Pickens for Devonta Smith in a 23 second. I'm going Devonta Smith probably, honestly. I'm going Pickens. Did have have a good game last night. Uh, George Pickens for Elijah Mitchell straight up. Pickens. Mitchell just can't stay healthy. George Pickens for Dalton Schultz straight up. (laughs) Schultz is terrible last week. Pickens yeah, for hurt. 23 second. So that's right what uh, Chev was mm-hmm. saying right there. George Pickens a 23 third for AJ Dillon. I'll take Pickens uh, too. Oh, I'm going to take the Pickens side. If uh, Dillon yeah, wasn't in uh, I like Dillon, man. Yeah, I did too, but too. if he wasn't in a timeshare, I'd be more interested. I will wait yeah, a year. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then here we go. One last one. George Pickens, a 23 second and a 24 third for Chris Godwin. Give me the Pickens side. Mm-hmm. A lot of assets there. It is. So yeah. we'll do we don't know what, what Tom Brady's going to do either. I mean, I was thinking about Mike Evans possibly being on the next show just because I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to really expect. I mean, he hasn't looked too great this season, but offensive line's banged up. But I, I just don't know. I don't know what the future in Tampa is looking like. And Chris Godwin, he's a good player, but. You know, having Tom yeah. Brady, that, that, that kind of boosts you up a little bit. Go by yeah. Kyle Trask. All right, so no. we're going to move Kyle on. Trash. Hey, Kyle Trask. My fault. Hey, you, come on, yeah, he's Florida guy. Gator, he's going to love him some Kyle Trask. All right, so let's go to our last player that we are purchasing for tonight. 
Bob, who do you have for us this evening that you're interested in buying low right now? So if you guys remember during rookie scouting and everything like that, I uh, he might not have been my wide receiver one in my rookie ranks by any stretch, but he was probably the wide receiver one in my heart. And that is Chris Olave of the New That's Orleans Saints. Cute. And thank you. This is a situation where I'm rolling with talent over the situation he's in. The situation being that I don't think that offense has really quite figured out its identity yet. And I don't know if they had, know that James Winston is really going to be the quarterback of the future. I just, with him, you know, we love him for the memes and all these things, but really, like, do we honestly believe that he's, you know, anything more than like the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, where he can be a bridge quarterback and things like that. And, you know, maybe put up decent fantasy games here and there. But so for me, you know, kind of in the same vein as you with George Pickens, Chris Olave, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a slow start to his career, although he's, you know, still very involved in the offense, at least this past week, 13 mm-hmm. targets, you know, looking at, uh, and I'm going to credit G Dula 13 on Twitter here via next gen stats, Chris Olave cleared 300 air yards in the Tampa, Tampa Bay game. Only four other players have done this in a single game since 2016. Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, Julio Jones, and AJ Green. Pretty awesome, you know, company to be with there. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for those of you loosely air yards is the yards, the ball passes through the air on any target, whether the pass was completed or not. This stat is usually utilized uh, to project opportunity, future success. The idea is that, hey, this person is good enough to demand high volume and yardage attempts. Eventually they'll connect. Now with Jameis Winston at the helm, I don't know. And if there's anything that really fresh me with frustrates me with the perception on Chris Olave, it's that commentators continue to sell him as just a deep threat. Mm-hmm. And while I think that's a great part of his game and a great element to his game, I think if you're just listening along and you're not super in tune with it, you didn't do a ton of scouting on him, you're going to think that, oh, he's just he's just a big play guy. When he can do a lot more than that, he's a great route runner, super polished. He's quick where if he actually gets something in the slot with room to run, he's a guy that could easily take it to the house on any given play. So, And I think sooner rather than later, we'll see that. And like you, Chev, I want to be behind buying ahead of the curve with mm-hmm. this guy. Um, my concern long term, though, is Winston. You know, what's he going to be quarterback wise? And, you know, Michael Thomas is there and he's healthier than I think any of us really expected him to be coming into the year. So I think at worst, he ends up being a strong wide receiver two throughout his career where he can be a wide receiver three on your team. Worst case, more likely a wide receiver two. great flex play uh, for cost to acquire. I'm starting off with a 23 second round pick and going up from there. It's one of those things where that class is so dang good and so hyped up right now that we've touched on it so much that people are impatient with these rookies. And mm-hmm. they just want they want the production. They want something. They want something. And if they feel like they're wrong on a guy, they want to get out on him as quick as they can because they don't want to miss out on the next big thing. But some people will see the potential and hold on strong to the value that is there with him, I believe. But I've said it before. I'd pay a late 23 first for Olave. And mm-hmm. I'd be willing to buy as a competing team. I'd be willing to buy as a rebuilding team. Obviously, if I'm a rebuilding team and I don't have ex- extra first-round picks, my first-round pick is – you know, early, I'm not willing to pay that, but that's where I'd look to pay that early second. But really, honestly, I just believe big things are coming for this guy. And I think being ahead of the curve is going to be the best move on a rookie that, like I said, number one in my heart. Mm-hmm. So, Bob, here's a trade for you. Chris Olave straight up for Davis Mills. Oh Superflex, obviously, right? Yes. Right. Superflex. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take Chris Olave there. Thank you. 
Bob, Chris Olave in a 23 first or Javante Williams? Oh, that's Javante. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go running back there. Got to. Yeah. It's cheap to get for Javante. It it is, but I mean, it's it's not an unfair trade by any means. No, I wouldn't say that it is. This is a one quarterback league, just for some perspective. Chris Olave and Mac Jones for Amari Cooper. Olave. I still want the Olave side. Yeah, I don't really want Cooper. You know, when you match him up long term, Cooper might do well in the short term, but I think Olave long term is the answer. I I think Cooper's one of those guys where mid-season you check on the guy. I know he had a big game this last week, but we know Deshaun Watson's coming back whether you like it or not. And, I mean, he he can sling the football around. That's somebody that can get open. So Cooper would be a guy that – I am going to check on a lot at the mid-season point to see sure. where how he's doing and then see you know throw some feelers out there cuz we know a, a top 5 quarterback when he's on the field is going to be on that team and I I I think he's going to have a good connection with Amari Cooper. All right. Rapid fire. Last trade. Bob versus Chev. Bork, we're going to start with you. Chris Olave or George Pickens? Just pick your oh, guy. No. Oh, I'll take it. I'm George, going Pickens. I love, I love Olave. Oh, George. I like Olave too. This man. is the trade that's in here. Chev, you're taking Pickens? Whatever. Bob? <laughs> I'm taking Olave. All right. There it is. So we are going to move on now. And that's not fair. we're going to do a brief uh, group discussion here. Travis Etienne. Mm, what are you doing down there in Jacksonville? Is he a buy low option for a team looking at 2023? James Robinson is set to be a free agent. Etienne has been well getting work. Are we buying lower now? Let's look and see what Travis Etienne's been done, been doing, Phil. Um, so far this season, 13 carries for 67 yards, which is a 5.2 yards per carry average, zero touchdowns, and through the air, five receptions for 51 yards and zero touchdowns. So he has not hit the proverbial pay dirt so far this season. Pork, we're going to start with you. What are you going to do with Travis Etienne? Uh, well, to be fair, he should have at least one touchdown. It was a really bad drop week one. Well, he does. Um, can't count yeah, it. But he should. Yeah, count. he can't count it, but that, that should have been a touchdown. Um, I'm still not really that high on Travis Etienne. I know um, his price was really, really high um, yeah. early in the offseason. And like we kept saying, it's too high. James Robinson's coming back. He's coming back. And, you know, we kept talking about his Achilles, but uh, he's proven everybody wrong. He's taking a, a boatload of the carries. Now, for dynasty purposes, I mean, he could give you some sort of value. Um, but I think buying low is a good thing to do right now before he becomes a starter for the following season if they decide not to resign in James Robinson, which I honestly think they might because they might be able to get him for – for cheaper than you know a, a a workhorse back in the league, but um, if you want to buy him low, it all depends. If you get him for a second or a late second, not an early second, maybe a late second for ETN, I'm willing to do that um, just for the potential that he does have. But um, just for this season, I, I'm not a the, the biggest fan. I haven't been. Must be some bad trades, huh, Mike? <laughs> I saw that face. Oh boy, you you you'll, we'll get there, Bob. How about you? Yeah, I, I'm willing to buy, and like Phil said, if you know the price is right, absolutely. I think the talent's there. Another guy, talent over situation, long term, and 
but the price I think is damaged and it's gone down a little bit with this stock. But I think I still think you have to pay a first to get the guy on your team, or you have yeah. to do one of these trades where you're sending, you know, let's say like an Austin Eckler, and then maybe you get Travis Etienne and a little more back is kind of an option for you. I think that's kind of the move you have to make to get him if you want to avoid paying that first round pick. But I, I'm more than willing to buy, even especially if I have James Robinson on my team and I'm competing, absolutely willing to go try to get Travis Etienne because I think as a handcuff, I mean, probably one of the best handcuffs in the league right now who still has arguably some standalone value, even though he hasn't gotten a ton of standalone work yet. I think it's one of those things, if we keep seeing the efficiency, I have to imagine being a first-round pick, although with a different front office, He's got to get more work eventually if he, if the efficiency keeps up. Mm-hmm. You got to imagine it comes sooner rather than later. Bob, I mildly disagree. I actually think Khalil Herbert's probably a better handcuff than Travis Etienne right now. I don't um, know. He has a disagree. Touchdown. Offense talent. He has yeah. a touchdown. He has a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> One receiving yard. One receiving yard. Chev, what uh, what are you doing with Travis Etienne? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, why not throw out an offer and see if you can go get a guy that is a, a top talent that when we when we're looking at film, I, I honestly think we just gotta be slow with this guy. I mean, he came off an injury last season, hasn't played in any NFL games. I mean, sure. we don't really know what they want to do with him in that offense. They got a lot of guys that are brand new. We got Christian Kirk, who's going to be used highly in that offense. I honestly just want to see him used more in the passing game. If I had to be honest, I think he had seven or eight targets. Like that's not enough for a guy that honestly, if he gets the ball in his hands, he gets in open space. He's another one of those guys that can take it to the crib real fast. Um, But you have to, I think you're just hanging on to him right now. Like I said, he hasn't been in the NFL at all. This is his first two games that he's ever played in. You got a guy like James Robin who exploded into the scene. And why would you not ride that guy? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was a little curious to what they're going to do with James Robinson. And Nate and a couple of you guys on here pounded the drum for James Robinson. And it's paying off nicely if you listen to those guys. I'm glad I didn't say much when that conversation came in. (laughs) But Etienne's a guy you just got to hold Waited out. He's a good player. We just got to see more volume, and I think that comes throughout the season. Yeah. For me, I'll hold him if I have him, but I'm not looking to actively acquire him. Price that I'm willing to pay won't get the trade done. Yeah. But let's, uh, you know, I'd actually right now just probably rather take Jeff Wilson Jr. off of waivers and get some better production. But let's look at some trades that Travis Etienne was involved in. First one I have here. Well, actually, I didn't. Forgot he was in here. Jeff Wilson Jr. and Drake London for Travis Etienne in a 23 second. I'll take I'll take Etienne there, I think. Okay. I think, it I think it's a good trade. Really need, I think it's right? a good side. Yeah. I actually think this this trade's really good. I think both sides make yeah. up pretty good. Both yeah. sides don't matter, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like the Drake London side just yeah, a little bit. I like long-term. London too, probably. Yeah. Long term with the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, and I'll, I'll get, I think the one that I was making the phase as the last Traylon Burks for Travis Etienne, straight up. The ETN, ETN, really? Mm-hmm. I think not I'm a Burks guy. Burks. That offense looks either. terrible. I mean, yeah, they don't know what they're doing dynasty, for dynasty purposes. I think I might take Burks for that one. I'm not the biggest Burks guy, mm-hmm. but I think that I looked, I think they're looking to use him 
on a on a more more uh higher basis than I thought so in the beginning. Can we talk about he, his coach just absolutely belittling him every chance he gets? I mean, <laughs> the guy can't say one good thing about him. It seems like it's just everything's just terrible with the kid. Yeah, that, and it's not. Buy, it's not. That's how you get. I know Bob roast him because he had asthma. <laughs> hey, that's a big deal. Um, all right, next one is straight up Leonard Fournette for Travis Etienne. Depends where you're at. If I'm going to win, it, I'm going for net right now. Yeah, yeah. Depends where you're at. If I'm if I'm rebuilding, I'll just take Etienne. Yeah. Right, the last one. This is a 16 team league. It is full IDP. Travis Etienne for a 2024. Tenth round draft pick. <laughs> Tenth. How's that work? That's that's what I was making the face at. About. I smell like, collusion. But yeah, yeah come on. Who made that trade? Orlando Apollos and Macon Whoopi. What are you guys doing down there in Orlando? Oh, they have the names on there. Damn. Yeah, DLF. Oh, DLF from exposing people, and that is called. So, if you know anyone in the league called the Invitational, which is a 16 team full IDP league, oh, and it's a one quarterback league, so it's 16 team, one quarterback, full IDP. How's your MFL league doing, guys? Can't be dynasty, man. Is it easy to check your scores? Because it's probably not, if I had to guess. (laughs) All I wanted to do is check my Scott Fishbowl. Thing. I had to click on a thousand. Oh, different it's things. so nice being on Sleeper, Mike. And it, it logged me out. Uh, I'm like, this. Oh, appreciate <laughs> it, Bob. I don't even so know what my nice. score was the past two weeks. To be honest, I don't know how to check it. Yeah, until it's on Sleeper, it's not that I don't care, but it's so nice on Sleeper. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Who invited you? All? Thank Gator. He he's the one who got me in there. So, <sighs> dang. Okay. Does anyone else have anything else before we depart for the evening? Nope. Guess who has something else? You. The host. Hopefully you. Because that's what I do. All right, that's going to be all for us tonight. So until next time, everybody, go do some player props on our dog. Fantasy start 10 accounts. Deposit $100 each time. They match up to $100. And if they don't, contact Bob Van at Bob Van underscore. Don't do that. Set you up. SeatGeek, more than just sporting events, go see a comedian. Whatever you want, use promo code Dynasty Rewind for $20 off your first purchase. We also cordially invite you to join the best community in fantasy football, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, now offering a 10% discount for a yearly membership. And to be the swaggiest guy in the fantasy football community, head on over to VerdianGlobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder for 10% off all Dynasty Rewind merch. Do it now. So for Bob, Pork, and Chef, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Till next time, everyone, be kind. Please rewind.